Hey everyone, welcome to the Unhesitant Conversation Podcast with the Fangirls, where we're talking pop culture, current events, and everything in between. Because the fact is, no matter the subject, we can always look for the silver lining and fangirl it, or at least try to. So thanks for tuning in and let's get to it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unhesitant Conversation. We're the fangirls. I'm Julia. And I'm Patrice. And uh, today we are going to be conversing about our personal experience at the Johnny Depp trial in Fairfax, Virginia in May of 2022. Mm -hmm. We were there on May 16th, which was pretty much right smack in the middle of the trial. There had been a break in the trial schedule for a week prior to when we decided to go, it was a Monday, so we would have gotten into town uh, the night before. We talk about it a lot because it was a great experience, and we often say that we were on the ground and in the crowd, literally, just as bystanders, not reporting anything to anybody. We were just there Mm-mm. to see what it was all about. I mean, if anybody was paying attention at that time... Yeah. It was big news. There was just a ton of coverage of the trial. So it was really interesting to actually go there in person um, and just see what it was all about. So what got us there? You want to talk about that a little? Sure. I was on a girls reunion weekend in the Fairfax, Virginia area. And I knew that the trial was going on. And I knew that Julia was an extremely big fan of Johnny Depp's. So Julia and myself and our friend Sherry, we did a lot of research on different TikToks about what do you have to do to (laughs) get into the trial? Because we heard that only the first 100 go and that people get there at crazy times of the day. Well, as it turns out on that Sunday, the 15th, Julia drove up and we decided we would go to the Fairfax courthouse, check it out, see where to park, Mm -hmm. and that we'd go get dinner in downtown little cute Fairfax. Right. So we thought that, okay, let's just skip it out. So when we come to the courthouse at 3 a.m., which we thought was the lineup time, We'll know where to park. We'll be ahead of the game. And it won't be any problem. Oh, That's not what happened. We (laughs) got there at about 6 o'clock. Yeah. And there was a line. There was a line. And someone had actually been in line since, what? 7 o'clock that morning. Right. Right. Yeah. So... That was pretty unheard of at that stage. Okay. Yeah. So just a little side note to that. By the time that we decided to venture up there... And partake. The trial had been going on for, I mean, I think there had been two to three weeks of testimony. Mm -hmm. A lot of the early stuff was kind of preliminary witnesses, depositions that were taped. But, you know, it it was was a big day. It was a big day. It was getting pretty advanced in testimony. So it was drawing more and more crowds. I think people that hadn't even really been following it were showing up just Kind of like us, yeah. Just to be there, I mean, just to kind of see this the spectacle of it. So, right, you know, we get there and we're like, we got to get in line. We got to get in line. So we took our chairs, put them in line, and if you understand the Fairfax County Courthouse, there's a, a cement area under an archway, and you line up under this archway. 
because in the morning at 7 a.m., the sheriffs come out with a table to check you in. So we get all of our chairs lined up, and as it turns out, and this will come into play later, we are the 25th, 26th, and 27th people <laughs> in line. Which is pretty darn good, <laughs> I gotta say. At 6 p.m. Correct. So there you have it. Yeah. We go get dinner, we bring it back, and because everybody is so jovial, so excited, let's call it what it is. I mean, it's a trial, but people were very respectful. Mm -hmm. You learned who was to your left and who was to your right. And everybody was just very respectful of the situation. And I will note that being in line for as long as we were, and we were talking to people, it never came up. Who are you here to support? No. Who are you here to support? Mm -mm. In our area, it didn't come up. So I didn't know if the lady I was talking to was a herd fan, you know, or we... I mean, obviously, or a debt fan. fan. (laughs) Right. So that was a non-issue while you were in line, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, we just were all there, probably all had the same interest in the trial itself. It was going to be pretty big. Amber was getting on the stand on that Monday. There had been a break. Judge Penny had been away for a week. So there was a bit of hype around the situation. Right. And I think people knew that Camille was going to, at some stage, start to cross-examine. Correct. On that day. Yeah. So we that, thought it would be Monday, but we weren't for we sure. We were not sure because we knew that Amber was going to come back. and After she, Elaine. Correct. So we were going to have more Amber and Elaine. And everyone hoped that that was going to wrap up. So there would just be a little bit. But what happened was very interesting while we were in line. Because you have to go to the bathroom. So what do you do? The only bathroom that was available was in the jail. So you would go to the jail and Mm -hmm. the inmates are actually banging on the windows. Mm -hmm. And this is from 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And... It's about midnight when people are starting to settle in, wrap up in your chair to at least get a few hours sleep. And it was very quiet. And prior to that, kind of an interesting situation was happening. We kept seeing this one lady who kept going up and back and up and back. She dressed in pink. She was dressed in pink. pink. Yeah. Yeah. So she was pretty, I mean, you could stand out. But the thing was, what we we thought is they were counting because they only let the first hundred in. That's right. Yeah. She kept asking us, what number are you? What number are you? And I'm like, well, why do you care what number we are? You're not even in line because you're counting. Yes. You keep running up (laughs) here asking us what our number is. Get out of here. (laughs) Because of this, and we're all trying to settle down. We decide, because Johnny has tattoos, (laughs) that we're going to put the numbers 25, 26, and 27 on our knuckles. So that when she comes by and we're trying to sleep, we (laughs) can just (laughs) do this. this. And she would leave us alone. Yeah, so she'd leave us alone. Well, (laughs) that went like wildfire. Everybody was writing their number on their hand or on their knuckles so that everybody could just Just, do that. And 
I'm going to say it, but I think we started it because the next time I looked on television, people had like pink pieces of tape with numbers on. So yeah, I mean, it could have been a thing before, yeah. but we were pretty excited. We're like, hey, hey, they got the numbers too. And that's good because as it progressed, it was so competitive. And we always said, oh, I'm so glad we just went on that one night at that one date because it really started to get pretty aggressive and people were paying people to stand in line for them. And then yeah. it, it just got way out of hand. <laughs> it was out of hand. So I'm glad we went when we did. <laughs> but the, something happened at midnight. You know, we're all sleeping well, trying to. We're relaxing and it's quiet. And then all of a sudden the sheriffs come out mm -hmm. and the sheriffs tell us that we can't sit there. We'd been told we were rowdy and that we had to get off of the archway on the sidewalk where we were sitting and everybody just startles up and they said go you've got to get off and and what are we going to do with our stuff because we have all these chairs yeah. and blankets and everything and it seemed to me that the sheriffs were kind of like um not real sure about the whole situation because i don't think we looked rowdy and what are they going to do with their stuff? So they kind of had to think on their feet, I believe. Right. And I think what we deduced after everyone was, you know, you know, I think by this stage, there's over 100 people in line, if not more. Oh, many more. And so, you know, all of us are having to get up. We all have to go across the street, stand on a sidewalk. And we start to figure out that it's probably the pink lady who is counting everyone that ratted us out because... The hope was that when you get the people in the front of the line that have been there for hours and hours, if everybody has to like vacate, then when everybody's told to get back, there's a bum rush to the front and you lose mm -hmm. your spot in line. So it's actually kind of a ploy and yeah, to recirculate and correct. So line up. Right. You know, regardless of like whether your stuff is there, your placeholders. So yeah, it was kind of this whole thing and we weren't really involved in it. We're just kind of like sitting back because, you know, it's kind of what we do. We watch, mm -hmm. we observe, and then we talk about it like two years later. But there were some really proactive people, fans who were really very polite, very, very nice, but insistent with the officers that, hey, no, it's not fair. And this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. So we should be allowed to go back. Quietly at 1 a.m., because I think they said we could go back at 1 a.m. We'll mm -hmm. stand here for half one an hour. hour no, but it's like an hour. An hour. But you can't just let people throw all our stuff aside. You know, somebody's been here since 7 a.m. the morning before. That's not mm -hmm. fair. Yeah. And it's not. And and I think... They were good. They were good. They, they were, were like, absolutely. And yes. so kudos to the Fairfax County or Sheriff's Fairfax Department. City. <laughs> yeah. These, uh, they were great. They were not aggressive. They were not impolite. This trial was probably a huge pain for them. Pain. Total pain. Especially the inmates were all yeah, rattling the cages. You know, and you've got these, you know. High profile. Fangirls showing up, you know, to your courthouse. This is a place of business. People work here. Mm -hmm. And they're just trying to get through their day, you know. Right. So they made us line up. Orderly progression. Orderly. Back. And then we slowly, very slowly walked back and got back to our chairs. Not totally seamless, though. There were a couple cutters. There were some words. But at the end of the day, by like 3 a.m., I think it was all sorted out. Yeah. People started chilling. Yeah. And then we started observing other people. And yes. 
<laughs> and it was interesting because some people did not want to give up. They oh. felt like they had every right to be at the front of the line after, I'll call it a mashup, but after right, right. you know we were told to leave and then come back, they weren't buying it. So it got a little testy. But then eventually, you know, it settled down and it was fine. Well, I just think it was funny. I don't think I've been that obsessed with line cutting since, like, fifth grade, you know? I mean, like, I can't remember the last time I was so focused on, like, cutters. You can't. You know, because, you know, I'm at the post office and I'm like, okay, you know, somebody's really antsy. I'm like, just go ahead of me. You yeah. Know? I was not doing that with this trial. There was no. not a chance you were getting in front of me so well the other thing was we didn't have our chairs smushed <laughs> up against each other no. but numbers one through 100 at that point we weren't allowing for any space because yeah. if there was a bench between <laughs> you and then the chair they were sitting on the bench right and they weren't number you know 18 19 and 20 <laughs> But I will say that there's a couple of guys, and they were young guys, and they drove from somewhere in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. Really nice guys. I mean, I want to say Ithaca, somewhere far and yeah. cold. Mm -hmm. And they drove down just for the night. And they were probably 10 down from us. You know, so, I mean, same thing. Like, this was like a vested road trip. You're yeah. not just going to be polite. You're yeah. really going to hold your ground. So, And people were, they had, they had their babies. Like, babies were there. At two in the morning, I don't, you know. I don't remember seeing many babies. Mm, babies. Babies. Yeah, it was like, you've got a baby <sighs> at a courthouse. It's like having a baby at the bar. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. That, that wouldn't be for me, but um, right. that's fine. But it was, it was interesting because there were a lot of different types of people there. We had Jack Sparrow impersonators. We had attorneys. There were reporters. Mm -hmm. Very interesting group of people that had shown up for this event yeah i mean it was definitely a mix of professionals and fans mm -hmm. i think there might have been a lady who was dutch i remember there was a woman yes. who was interviewing i think she was dutch i do remember um dui guy mm -hmm. and i think yeah. he I think so. I think he was videoing somebody that was trying to cut. I he do wasn't, remember that. He wasn't letting it go. Thank you, DUI guy. <laughs> but also, what's interesting is he took a lot of notes he about did. the trial when we were in there. He and Runkle. Runkle of the Bailey, Runkle who's the a Bailey. law tuber. And then also. Rob. Oh, yes. Rob, who's also uh, a law tuber. Law and Lumber. Law and Lumber. So he's actually yes. a local Fairfax attorney, I believe. So those three gentlemen were sitting a little bit up from us when we actually got into the trial, and they were taking mad notes. Copious. We Copious were, amounts. So half the time, we're looking at what's going on in the trial. We're also looking at them trying to figure out what are they doing. And if you do watch any law tube, and you know that I think it's Ann Runkle, Runkle of the Bailey, has this beautiful long hair, and um, mm -hmm. I'm like what is this, this silver-haired man writing, you know? And so then leaving the trial after that, I, you know, I still follow those guys. I think, oh, yeah. I think their content is, is really good. It, it's really fascinating. Um, and it obviously, it, it's mm -hmm. about yeah. a lot more than just this trial at this stage in life. But those are some of the characters that I, I don't think, I, I would never know these, these people. Hmm. Wish I had talked to you more. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So fun. Yeah. So... Things settled down, they did, and then at 7 a.m., mm -hmm. the sheriffs come back out. They put out a table, 
you very casually in your numerical order go up and they write down your information. You get a uh, wristband. Then you proceed into the courthouse and you go through security and they put you in a holding pattern. Yes, but I needed coffee so bad. <laughs> so I could not just go up to the holding pattern. I was dying. So first we found the cafeteria, oh, got yeah. the coffee, and we'd actually did change. Prior to the lineup outside, we actually all took turns going to the car, as did a lot of people, because nobody wanted to go sit in a courthouse all day in the clothes that you were literally laying on the ground in. Right. So we did change. We did brush our hair, coffee, and then holding pattern right upstairs yes and it was very interesting because you know the only the first hundred got to go into the holding pattern that goes into the actual courtroom another 50 people i believe were put into a room where they could watch it on television yeah, yeah which is cool so while you're standing in this holding pattern <laughs> and the number system at this time doesn't oh yeah it's nobody done. cares more. it's That's done. done you're washing your hands yes you see the attorneys come by, and you you see Ben Chu, and you see Elaine, and everybody is just walking by. And what struck me was they're celebrities now in their own right. Mm -hmm. And at, at that time on that day, they were also celebrities, mm -hmm. you know, because... Yeah, people cheered for Ben Chu. Yeah. He kind of, you know, he definitely acknowledged it. The crowd made too much noise, and we all got yelled out. Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we were, were told, keep it down. You got to keep mm -hmm. it down, you know, yeah. so that kind of sucked our enthusiasm. This was actually something good to be reminded that this isn't a circus. Right. You this know, is... we're not at a play. Yeah. These are people. These are people. These There's are people's lives. lives. And, and that respectful. was a good... Yeah, that was a good reminder. Like, hey, you know what? This isn't a playground. We're, we're in court. Right. So yeah. shut it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we did. And then at nine, they let us into the mm -hmm. courthouse. Let or the in. courtroom. We all sat down. Right. And from there on, you know, bailiffs, everybody, it was very respectful. The crowd was respectful. And you got to watch what you see on TV. Mm -hmm. If you have seen the trial, it, it was... Absolutely fascinating. No matter the outcome, it was the experience. The experience was very interesting and it was good. It makes me want to go to other trials. I was mm -hmm. not into law two or following trials. Mm -hmm. I've never followed true crime. I don't really listen to true crime podcasts that much, but I got to say after this, there has been a couple trials that I have been totally engaged with. One is the Murnau trial, mm -hmm. which honestly I could not bring myself to drive to South Carolina and sit in a courtroom with a double murder. I just couldn't do no. it. Mm -mm. I, a hundred thousand percent, if I could have gotten myself to Park City, Utah, I would have gone to the Gwyneth Paltrow trial mm -hmm. and had so much fun in the freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. And, you know, there again, there are no winners in these situations but it was an interesting experience and yeah glad we did it glad glad. We, I've never stayed out all night <laughs> so that was never uh, not even in high school you didn't no, even do like no. like even Sherry said she stayed up all night for 
Stones tickets in the eighties. Like that yeah. had been the last time she was out all night. And I think yeah. I think I had some honors, but not in line. Like I never had yeah, to buy no. like, concert tickets or <laughs> no. anything like that. I mean, I remember buying Grateful Dead tickets and you might be this is before, you know, when you actually had to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and you might wait for like two hours. I got a kitten doing that. So I got my cat in high school waiting go. in line for dead tickets, but yeah. yeah, no, this was an extreme experience, so I'm, it was. I'm happy we did it, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if we think of anything else fun to say about that day, I mean, I'm yeah. sure we're not going to... Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, I do have one thing that I do remember, and I don't know if you remember this as well, but I do remember exiting the courtroom for maybe lunch or something like this, and so we all leave, and then you have to come back in, and I guess on the way back in, Benjamin Rottenborn, one of Amber Heard's attorneys was probably like three or four people in front of us. So he grabbed the door and he held it open (laughs) for 10 other people to go through (laughs) for like the bystanders. And I'm thinking, this is really a small atmosphere. I mean, Mm -hmm. you have the lead attorney that is holding the door. Yes. So I thought that was kind of Mm -hmm. a personal touch. Yeah. I mean, they're they're people. That's neat. And yeah, they're they're, they're respectful. As tough as they are crossing and and just... Right. Yep. They were just very respectful. And you did. You, you shoulder to shoulder in certain areas in the cafeteria mm-hmm. with all the attorneys and the people on IT. A lot of bloggers were there mm-hmm. and people from Court TV. So, oh, yeah. The Court TV. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And people that you've heard of, like Joel who was his attorney in England. Joel Rich, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, did I say it right? Joel Rich. Yep. Joel Rich. Yep. She was there and just different people. The bodyguards. You know, the bodyguards. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. So, so it, was, it was an interesting time. Very intriguing. Well, I think up next. Uh, up next. Yeah. We're going to talk about our other non- favorite, sometimes favorite guy, Elon Musk again. Can't let him go. No, we're not ready to let him go. Yeah, not ready to let him go. Too interesting. Way too much content on that guy. So until then. Thank you for listening to The Unhesitant Conversation. We look forward to our next chat.